episode number 32 of the Auto What podcast. If you're new to the show, it's really great to have you listening in as we get to know the citizens of this great city. I'm Rob Attrell, and every single week, me, Amon Bashir, and Keegan On sit down with a resident of Ottawa and get to know them a little. Except this week. <laughs> this week is a special holiday episode where it's just going to be the three of us. So if it's, a, if it's your starting point for the show, uh, this is a good, great place to start because it's just going to be the three of us. We'll talk a bit about the show We'll do a little year in review for the city of Ottawa, some of the our favorite events of the year, some of uh, the best news of the year, some of the worst or mo- most funny news of the year. That's accurate. Yeah, because there was a lot of really weird Ottawa news this year. Especially lately. Um, so for those who have listened, uh, normally we assess the guest, uh, the, the host, the primary host. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's usually Keegan versus me and uh, we're in a... A pretty intense competition, I guess, but it's kind of cool teaming up with you, Keegan, to, to see, you know, how did we find Rob's? The first thing I noticed is that he's had every single week we interview a guest. That's um, good. No, I said we have a podcast every single week. Oh, yeah? Well, I wasn't paying attention, so. <laughs> I thought it was very strong. It was, it was strong. paying attention? You're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to judge you based on not paying attention. That's how judge, uh, I don't know, competitions go. I'm just... Spit You're just over. talking now. I'm just talking. Uh, no, you know what? That that was actually pretty strong. Um, it makes me wonder if I should uh, if we should start scripting our our intros. I, I told because you about this months ago. You you have and you've <laughs> had this thing prepared for months. I uh, yeah, I really like scripting. I mean, I've I've hosted even though you guys share hosting, I've hosted more podcasts than both of you in general. Just not this podcast. You're losing your rating here. <laughs> well, I am yeah. judging you now. <laughs> That's what's happening. I'm going to give you a solid three. All right. That's out of five? No, 20. Oh. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nine out of 10. Perfect. Good. You're somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> For the average of that. Is there you go. A nightmare to add up. Well, yeah. so starting off every week, we have some beer. We do have some beer. We have uh, some beer this week. Do you have that loaded up there? I do. Hey, why don't you tell our listeners about the beer? This week, we have a oh, probably wonderful beer from the Great Lakes Brewery. Uh, it's called the Winter Ale. We thought it was a sort of a nice touch to have a festive beer. It's got uh, some snowflakes and a little snow-covered Christmas tree on the on the very nicely designed bottle. This is a so-called strong beer. I think it's around seven percent, six point two. What do you guys think? It doesn't it doesn't seem like a very strong beer. Um, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it, it it it's pretty smooth, I guess. They call it a winter warmer. Is it is it warming you? No, it's not warming me. I mean, but, it's cool. But what I like <laughs> that they're doing here is that they're they're not just trying to throw spices in there for the sake of it seeming heavier or warmer or whatever. It's, I mean, to me, I mean, I, I feel like I could drink this in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I've had a. I mentioned this a few podcasts ago. I, I had a winter ale that uh, it seemed like it was trying to do too much. That you know, I'd have I could have one glass of it, but not, no more than that. But uh, this, I could drink. Uh, it's doing a lot, but it seems a lot more focused than some of the other ales we've had. This uh, Agreed. It says it's inspired by the long, cold, and seemingly endless Canadian winter. <laughs> and it's a true winter warmer, handcrafted with specialty hops and malts, combined with generous amounts of cinnamon, honey, 
ginger and orange peel. And they call it, they say it's brimming with flavor. Would you agree with that statement? Oh, I don't know if it's brimming with flavor. Hmm? I mean, you filled these glasses pretty full. It's brimming, brimming with liquid. Yeah, that's sure. True. That's, yep. we'll give it that. So, no anyway. way. It's nice. It has like a clean, a clean taste. You know, it's, it's, it's very. I like it. You're saying focused, right? Yeah. It's very uh, synonym. <laughs> it's very synonym. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're asking line. We can edit that, right? What's not? What's we'll, not? We'll insert it. No, that's it in there. I, I think when I when I drink winter beer, I think uh, of, of things that like. I guess I think of stouts. I think of something that are, yeah. that are definitely yeah, a bit yeah. heavier because that's what warms me up. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, there's that. Anyway, I do taste some of the spice so yeah. or whatever, and uh, it's good. I feel it going to my head already, to be honest. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're a lightweight. Thank you. I, no, I, I don't know if it's the, the alcohol or just flavor, but yeah. Okay. It's affecting me. Good for you. I mean, it's not the high of doing the intro. Probably. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's the first time we let you do it, I think. I took in a lot of oxygen. Did you? Yeah. Good for you. Did you hyperventilate before? Uh, Yeah, a little. I, I test hyperventilating in random situations in my life sometimes. Just to get used to it. Just to get used to it. Yeah. You never get over the rush of starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, so, so this in itself, I mean, why we're doing a year in review, and it, it's interesting because we're we're just kind of making this up as we're going along. We have really no focus here except for just generally talking about the podcast. Because, I mean, my big thing before we started recording, Rob, you and I were talking about this um, <laughs> when we started. I think I, I was the first guest, right? You guys were, You're, yeah, that sounds so right. So it was, it was our pilot, I guess. Yep. And, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it was interesting and it, it's a good way for people to, to sort of figure out what we're doing. We introduced different concepts and for anybody who might want to sort of dive in to listen to, to the podcast, but sort of want to know what it's about. Yep. We don't really have too many benchmarks, right? So we had that first one Yep. and then we had another one, uh, 13. Unlucky 13. Unlucky 13. That's what it was. So, but just over three months in. And uh, it's kind of cool to just have another one because I, I feel like we've gone, you know, miles from where we were before. Right. Yeah. You know? And uh, and one new segment, relatively new segment, I guess. Well, I guess. It's pretty new. It's pretty Couple, new. It's the, the newest. Beer, right? Oh. No, no. It's what I'm thinking. It was the beer. When did we start doing the beer? The beer. We had beer every episode. I feel like that was only halfway through. No. We've had beer in every single episode, except for the ones we've had others. Oh, snacks. maybe that's why. Maybe, uh, I, I listened to one recently, and it was probably one that we did early on. And I was like, oh, we didn't do beer then. <laughs> oh, and then we also had some where if somebody brought snacks, yeah, we, didn't right, listen, yeah. we didn't do it. But anyway, yeah, so there's that. And then over time, we've evolved, and we've had a couple new segments. One being, well, I guess Beaver's Den was sort of a reincarnated old segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rate the intro. Rate the intro was kind of neat. Which we 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 which we kind of like turned into a rate the whole hosting yeah, element the entire <laughs> the entire show we had uh, Sam uh, Ingram from the food bank last week and uh, that was kind of cool to have that constant yeah rating and I don't yeah. know anyway all that to say is that I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty excited about how how much we've grown ourselves how much more attention we're paying it to to uh, the sound quality 
and then uh, sort of how tight some of our jokes have become, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Keep continue leaning way back as you talk about the sound quality. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be equidistant from the mic as Keegan, and I realized I was like leaning forward. <laughs> yeah, the, the sound quality is the biggest thing for me. Uh, I I used to like going. I used to try to listen to every podcast that we did. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, like the, some of the older ones with the old mics, it was just uh, oh, the yeah the one mic they were trying to cover yeah, four people. It like really weared on me after a while. I couldn't listen anymore. Is that right? Yeah. I or have, like for long periods, you know, like yeah. I'd have to give my ears a break just from the lower quality. But these ones, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It no. sounds like a real thing. It's a world of difference. Yeah. Are, are you guys people who generally listen to podcasts? I do. I listen to 15 podcasts a week, I'd say. Oh, some. Okay. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't. This is like, I, I do listen to this one every week because I... I think I just obsess over what I say. Yeah, sure. But, uh, <laughs> but textbook narcissist, as they that's say, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of interesting because by introducing myself to this concept of listening to a podcast, you're just trying to find a way to fit it into your life. Right. Yeah. Because when I'm working, uh, I guess this is a different situation because if I'm listening to myself and trying to critique every part of it, you're not, <laughs> yeah. you're not, able to focus on other things but if i if i listen to something as if it's just background noise and i sort of tune in and out like there there's the value for me but until we started doing this podcast i didn't actually see a whole lot of value to listen to to something because i, I had no time to do it like on my walk home i kind of wind down with music or yeah. if i'm at the gym i'm listening to music uh you know at work it's i just don't have the opportunity to really distract myself i guess sure but, yeah anyway, what is that something else i've noticed that's that's <laughs> it <laughs> I think I hit podcast equilibrium in the last couple of weeks where I, like my life in itself has sort of ramped up in busyness. Whereas I used to watch like hours of TV a week. Yeah. I could listen to any number of podcasts and still have free time where I would try to find other stuff to do. But now I'm finding I, I'm starting to go, okay, well, is it worth spending an hour listening to this podcast? No, it's not. And like remove it from the, from the list. Sure. So I've, I've hit my maximum and I'm coming back down. That makes sense. It's nice. Spent a lot of time on the bus still. Yeah, but <laughs> so I, I spent a lot of my time just listening on the bus. Yeah, or sense. waiting for the bus. Yeah, I forgot. It's something about like the colder it gets outside, the the longer you have to wait for the bus. Yeah, like, yeah. Most transport just happens to like not show up every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's when I when I get most of my listening done on the bus or in transit. Is it is it that it's been? You know, it, it does take longer, or is it that you just notice it a bit more? I think it's a bit of both. <laughs> and also, it's a bit of a mean streak they have as well. I think they choose to, to not send a bus like one out of every 10 times <laughs> after a certain temperature just to mess with people. To remind <laughs> us why we need them. Yeah, it's like a power trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, That's my, my current theory. It's not bad weather, it's, it's literally a power trip. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's what they use to justify the price increase yeah. every, what is it, uh, July 1st? Yeah. I always found that funny, too, because it's like you get a free day July 1st and effective the next day is when it costs money. And I'm like, yeah. if you just don't give us a free day, do you not have to <laughs> raise anything? <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely on purpose. They try to, like, mask They soften it, the blow. Yeah. 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 They, they, do, they do things. I think the transit service is, it corresponds well to its price. It's a, it's a pretty good transit service. There are certain routes that don't get very well serviced, but like my route to get from here on Bank Street and Gladstone to my house out on Montreal Road and Aviation, it's 
Like I only have to walk maybe 50 feet, 100 feet. It's very direct and the buses come every 10 minutes. Yeah, and I, I mean, you said it best in terms of it depends on where you're, yeah. you're going, right? Because it would take me, it takes me a long time to get to Keegan's house, which is just in Hogsback. It's quicker for me to bike it, yeah. uh, which I guess is kind of the thing in a lot of cases. But yeah. like, it's it's difficult to to bus. But I think at one point in time, there was a bus that, that went downtown straight from mm-hmm. sort of Hogsback, Prince of Wales area, right? The mythical number three. The number three? I've never even heard of it. How long ago was that? Uh, that was like two years ago, three years ago. Oh. My question is, what happened? What is the number three now? There's, I don't think there is a number three. I don't three. think there is either. Oh, so there's not just every bus in the... There, no, there, they just there is, but... like There was. There's a hole now. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Because I'm trying to picture, you know, the OC Transpo thing at, uh, at Rideau Center. They have each bus schedule lined up. Yeah. And I feel like I've noticed that now there's no number three. I don't know oh, if well, maybe a, it's just not at the Rideau Center. I don't think there's like a 10 or 11 either. I don't see those. Oh, no, I mean like the pamphlets. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is there a 10? I can't think. I of can think of all the other numbers up to twelve, but I don't think I don't think I have a ten or eleven in my mind. Hmm. Where's the nine? Ow. The nine's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say is <laughs> riveting conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> anyway, all, all that to say is yeah, transit's uh, an interesting thing. If you hate OT Transpo, send us an email at yeah. mail at ottawapodcast dot com. It's yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of the things that have come up in this podcast are, you know, it's about a certain like it's like a core number of things. OC transport being yeah. one of them. We have themes. We do. That's what makes us not just anarchy, not just like <laughs> random sound. Yeah, the like, themes is what makes us not random sound. Yeah, I think it's important to have themes that we come back to, or otherwise people are like, oh, what is? Yeah, I guess. Point, you know? I guess. What are they going to say about Lansdowne this week? I was going to say, because <laughs> Keegan and I are at odds about Lansdowne. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, go ahead, sorry. I think Keegan's coming around on Lansdowne, though. I don't think he is. I no. think he is. I he's, think he accepts that it exists. He's going to go to that skating rink that they opened there now, and what's, he's going to love it. What's it called again? I don't know. Probably the rink of, rink of Lansdowne. Destiny or something. City rink? Is that we were just talking about? How- yeah, <laughs> city rink at Lansdowne. to go along with city folk. Yeah, the new folk fest. We were just talking about how the I didn't know that it was real that the city of Ottawa's rink is called the Rink of Dreams. Yeah, I thought that was like a joke someone said. No, that's yeah. That's Have you seen it at night though? Like it lights up. It's pretty dreamy. Yeah. That's how Still, I you don't call it that officially. <laughs> like, shouldn't they name it like an important person in Ottawa, like a street? I'm 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 pretty sure there's like a legitimate reason why they call it the Rink of Dreams, but uh, I can't. It doesn't come to mind. I'm not gonna look it up. But okay. But I feel like if I did look it up, it'd be a, a, like a valid excuse that you would make you feel bad about yourself. So I'm gonna do it after yeah. we record this. Mediocre excuse. It probably is. Jim uh, Watson, if you're say. listening, tell us why it's called the Rink of Dreams. <laughs> we we could Google it if you wanted to. I don't want to. I want Jim to to respond. Well. Good old Jim. We'll see what <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's another thing that happened. A uh, election this year. Watson reelected. Yeah, the election actually it was good for the podcast in terms of having talking points. Yeah, like yeah, politicians would say stuff, and then we could say <laughs> what they say said. Said. Good. Good for you. Well, yeah. So I guess bringing a bit more structure to this particular episode. Uh, the one thing that I really noticed about doing this podcast is that it started off with the idea of just 
the three of us hanging out and having somebody else random that's here. Yeah. But the, the, the idea behind calling something auto what is that you want to refer it to the city because I mean, it's, it's one of the things that we're trying to focus on is, is what makes Ottawa pretty, pretty awesome or, or, or different things that happen in Ottawa. So in doing this, especially in writing the jokes for classic Ottawa or back when we wrote jokes about what's going down by town, the, yep. the upcoming events, I have learned so much more about the city than I ever had before. That's true. Right? Have you guys noticed <laughs> Me that? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, have you guys, or go ahead, sorry. I don't think I've done any more things, but I know about more things. Mm. Explain. Like I, informed. We've talked about the events, but I, I don't think, I wouldn't say I've gone to any because we found out about them through the show. I have. I think that's my fault, though. That's Ke- just me. Keegan and I went to uh, our, Lisa's yeah, play. Exactly. One of our guests, oh, yeah. Lisa Johnson, yeah. we went to uh, The Tempest. And it, actually, that, that in itself was interesting because I had never thought of how they could potentially even you know, conceive having a play in Dunton Tower. Yeah. And it was kind of neat. It was yeah, kind of neat. Cool. Yeah. It's an experience. So, I think I have been on the fence about stuff a few times. And usually I wouldn't have gone. But the, the thing that pushed me over the edge was, oh, and maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. or It'll be a good story for the podcast. Yeah. Sure. And I've done that a few times, and so I think that has made me do stuff. And I definitely read a lot of news now, Ottawa news that I sure. never ever cared about before. <laughs> oh, so it's a good exercise in yeah. making. I, everyone should start an Ottawa-based podcast. That's true, but, or maybe something else. Not not specifically. <laughs> no, Ottawa we could take them, we could crush them. <laughs> <laughs> and you so, know, are you trying to encourage people or discourage? People? I encourage people to try, but you're not going to hit our numbers. <laughs> Got yeah, like eighty nine Facebook likes. That's when you're you know you're big deal. <laughs> Keegan, did you go to Saunders Farm because of the podcast? No, I went. I went. No, uh, but did you? Yeah, partially. Okay, <laughs> partially that, and partially keeping, keeping my family intact. <laughs> family in law intact. Uh, so going back to news, <laughs> like that's that's another tangent that we we don't want to start. Uh, going back to news, do you guys have, like, favorite news stories from the year? Yes. Uh, kind of recently, there were, there was the, uh, the the two guys that tried to throw a third guy off the bridge in Vanier. <laughs> that was yeah, one of my personal just, faves. Oh, the left field. That's, like, my new nightmare now. It's, like, walking. Every time I walk over a bridge, I, like, have to run across it because I'm afraid someone's going to come and try to throw me off it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, like, I would never. That's the downside of reading the news, as I would never worry about that. Yeah. Before, but now I'm but like, now oh, can. that's yeah. a thing that can happen. That's it. And, and I mean, we we even censor. I would I would argue, at least I do this. I censor some of the things that I bring to the podcast absolutely because yeah. I mean, you do things. I mean, there are some things that you just kind of don't joke about, right? And like some of the things. I mean, the idea of throwing somebody off a bridge. First of all, it's 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 scary, but it is just kind of random that it's just like okay, yeah. I mean, you almost have it's absurd. You have it's to absurd. make light of it. Yeah. Absurd is a word. But I mean, we had uh, we like we had really random events. I, there was that guy who was who struck a guy with a hammer recently. Oh yeah. Holy. So I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, I'm not about yeah. to bring that to the podcast, right? But like, <laughs> it's another new fear of mine. And that's a thing. Hammer attack. Like that. That's just completely out of left field to me. Like I, and it's just down the street from here. So yeah. it's just like it. Uh, no, it it that was something where it's just like. In reading more about Ottawa news, I become a bit more alarmed of how crazy Ottawa can get. Right, or like, yeah. do you remember the string of shootings that you know 
people would get shot, but like nobody knows who and nobody would tell anything. Oh yeah, yeah. some that, turf war that happened like for what four weeks in a row. Like yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything about that recently, but yeah, but interesting. But when I hear about things like that, I'm just assuming that it's okay. It's gang warfare or whatever, and like it wouldn't happen to an innocent. Sure. But then when you see something like the hammer attack, it's just like oh, that's kind of random. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, anyway, one of those things. But anyway, that said, one of my favorite stories was. Uh, uh, being a hockey fan, when Claude Giroux, the Philadelphia Flyers captain, was in Ottawa for Canada Day, and he he grabbed a police officer's butt. Classic. <laughs> he was he was arrested for that too. I think. I think, so, I think yeah. he's about the night in jail. You yeah. cannot be arrested. For that. <laughs> what do you do? Eh? It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> uh, One of the ones I enjoyed uh, is just just again because there's sort of there's news that's not necessarily good news. It's not like happy positive news, but like. When Justin Trudeau's home was broken into, they didn't take anything. They just left a note yeah. saying, like, lock your doors. Oh, was such a Canadian crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did like that. Um, it, what I, what I, another thing I do like is uh, the callbacks, right? Because we had a callback to Zen Kitchen. Yes. Zen oh, Kitchen yeah. closed and people, you know, stepped up and they paid the, the unpaid taxes or whatever, they, like, the debts that they had. And then... Uh, everything was fine we just sort of forgot about it and then in the news again it came back into the cycle and it was like oh they closed again (laughs) (laughs) well that's too bad zen kitchen dome dome cafe that's what it was or something domus cafe oh sounds familiar i forget another place closed that's right that's right i think it was domus cafe i i I don't know much about that place but uh yeah there's that and it was the uh the capital pride parade uh, oh yeah, that whole debacle. Yeah, they they filed for bankruptcy, then they ch- kind of changed their mind and just like, nope. Yeah, yeah, they decided not to go through with it. Yeah, yeah. and then just recently, they yeah. decided to that they are in fact going through with it. And now, so I think what they're going to do is file for bankruptcy, and that kind of absolves them of all their debts. They owe like a hundred thousand dollars to various yeah. people and vendors. Um, and so now they have to elect a new board. The city said, if you elect a new board, then maybe there'll be some money for you. Really? Wow. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what they do. Yeah, exactly. That stinks for whoever they are owed money to. I don't know. How does that work? Like, who are they, those people that's out? Like, the vendors or whoever? I think what ends up happening is they sell off whatever assets they still have. Yeah. Because all it does, uh, at least to my very limited knowledge, it gets the individual people that are in the company out of any debts. Mm. Uh, but all the stuff that the company has goes towards right. paying them. Yeah. Interesting. So that'd be neat to see. The yeah. Because pride is. What is it? In, uh, in, in August is the, the pride parade? Yeah. No. I think it's, it's sometime in August, late August, maybe early September, <laughs> but... Uh... Anyway, there. There, so was, we'll there was the story of the 62-year-old woman who skydives uh, for <laughs> yeah. MS and then claims, oh, my God, it was better than sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was that. Yep. Yeah, so, like, there's a nice combination of, like, fun stories and just kind of random stories. Like, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm going through it right now. There's that guy who impersonated a soldier at Remembrance Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I know, like, I think something's still going on with that. I haven't read anything about that recently. But, sure. Uh, but, yeah, that, uh, that happened. Oh, you know what the joke for that should have been? It should have been his, his, like, the punishment he's facing in court is being signed up for the military. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) So he can wear the the uniform. Oh, no. Uh, There's, uh, 
the whole Uber debacle. We've had several stories about Uber. Yeah, and that's that's still going on. Yeah. Uh, go there, ahead. There are people. I mean, the the whole thing is that they had city government officials posing as drivers <laughs> just to give them tickets when Uber Uber drivers showed up, which is just posing not, as passengers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they were technically passengers, but yeah, yeah it's just weird. Yeah. The whole battle, I mean, these battles are going on, these legal battles with Uber going on all over the world. Yeah. Um, but it's weird seeing it. It's weird seeing it so close to home. And it's weird that, I mean, it, it, again, it's sort of a Canadian way. Like, it's a really polite way to say, get out. It's like, yeah. oh, you just give them a call, like, or request an Uber. And then when they get there, like, oh, here's your ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> it's not like cease and desist. Yeah, None exactly. of that. It's just like, no, this is what we're going to do. But you know what was interesting is that like I had heard of Uber before it came to Ottawa and I know everybody was very excited when it came to Ottawa and the idea that at least the idea to me is that in Toronto where it was relatively big it was just kind of accepted that okay this is an alternative that exists. Sure. That that at least was my pers- uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. But when it came to Ottawa and it turned into a big deal I only noticed after that that it turned into a big deal in Toronto. Uh, yeah. So it's almost oh. like No, it was not. Ottawa didn't spur anything. It was it's sort of backlash everywhere. Just aware it's what of was it. happening in general. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's neat. You know, I actually, I started, te- or I taught a lesson on Uber in like a grade three or four class. Like they had these little um, things that for teachers that they make. And like someone wrote an article for kids about Uber and stuff. And it was neat. They did like a little worksheet and we had discussion on it. But I had this teaching, another teacher who was just like helping out in the class. Yeah. She was like, I was trying to like make uh, an impartial discussion, like facilitate discussion. <laughs> she kept like jabbing Uber and like <laughs> slanting the kids, <laughs> like uh, because that's going to make a difference, really. Right? And so, and so, like all of their work that they did, it was all like they're very suggest suggestible. Yeah, kids, uh, impressionable, yeah. impressionable, yeah. suggestible. And uh, so, all, all their st- they were most mostly against Uber by the end. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. We had uh, one almost case of Ebola in Ottawa. Yeah. I forgot about that. And, and you know what? I was thinking about that just today. Yeah. Earlier today, I was like, I haven't heard anything about Ebola recently. But like looking it up, it's still very much, you know, an yeah. epidemic. I think it's it's less bad than the worst projections, but it's yeah. still, there's still cases in a few African countries. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting that it... It was. It almost seemed like a fad in the news cycle. Yeah. It doesn't change the reality of what's going sure. on. But uh, yeah, like everybody was panicked. But I'm like, you know, I, I work in occupational health at work as well, and yep. uh, and yeah, even just the level of requests or questions that came up, like that, those were stopped. Yeah. It's interesting. I think that happens with a lot of stuff, like uh, like North Korea has nukes or potential yep. war in Syria. I think people can only care. For so long before, or like, I think even like, even the most insane, terrible stories can only hold public attention for so long before like they have, we have to move on to a new yeah. crisis, you know, guess, we can only stale. worry so long Yeah, <laughs> about the yeah. same thing. Yeah. We're like, this is old news. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's, yeah. It's probably not good. For some, <laughs> no, it's not good. It, it's probably okay for something like North Korea has nukes because everyone's like, mm, they probably they've just, been saying that they for probably a while. just don't. Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ebola might be one that we should we should be more invested in. Yeah. If it's just going on, and we're just like, well, we don't hear about it, so it's probably fine. Well, and, and that's the thing. But I, I'm sure that's like so many other things too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like you're saying, yeah. 
But uh, I don't know, that's, <laughs> that that's is what I'm saying. That's well, exactly what I'm saying. I'm good, on. Good for you. <laughs> we had the Science and Tech Museum in the news several times. <laughs> yeah. Now it's still closed indefinitely, as far as as far as we know, as far as our reporters have been able to to tell. And that's from asbestos, right? Fixing asbestos and mold. Mold, both of them. <laughs> mold, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have another joke for that. Oh, what's that? Um, it was found out recently that the Museum of Science and Tech has asbestos and deadly or uh, potentially nerve-damaging asbestos and mold in the building. Most of the exhibits have been moved, and uh, the crazy kitchen has been... <laughs> remains intact. Or something like that. Because it's crazy. Yeah, it'll make you crazy. It's okay. a work in progress. Yeah. I'll come back next week with a full joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that something, something else about, you want to cut? <laughs> something about blue cheese. They're, they're putting a new installment in of a kitchen. Just completely normal. Yeah. It's just like directly under the mold. Okay. And they're going to call it the crazy kitchen. Oh, fantastic. And your kids just go in there and have seizures. That's still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the, it's live. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that was just off the top of your head. So good. Probably, good it you. probably won't change for next week. I'll come back yeah. next week and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> we also, they also had the story of the guy who transplanted a set of teeth into yeah. someone else. That was, that was insane. Yeah. Yeah. I forget how that girl found out that it was somebody else's teeth. I imagine it'd be pretty easy to... To tell it's not your teeth. Well, I, I wasn't sure if they were supposed to be like fake teeth. Yeah, I don't know. Or, yeah, anyway. I think it would still be pretty easy to tell that it was, they're not fake teeth. Yeah, I get that. That's, I don't know if I could tell my teeth apart from someone else's teeth. I'm sure your tongue would know right away. There's nothing iconic about my teeth, you know? They yes. would feel very different to your tongue. Maybe. You don't know. I, I know. Have you, ever, you go to the dentist? Replaced? You go to Once. the dentist and they feel totally different. Yeah, so how would she know if you go to the dentist and they feel like they always well, no, feel different? Well, no, she went for a replacement. Right. So they were going to feel different either way. I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like it'd be really easy to tell that they're not, that they are teeth yes. if you're expecting not teeth. I think we're out of our depth. <laughs> well. <for Yeah>. feel, <laughs> knowing how replaced I'm a dentist. teeth feel. <laughs> We've got doctors and pathologists yeah. on. We just need a dentist. Close enough. Uh, Do you need a dentist? I want. I wonder how because the last few times I've seen dentists in TV shows or movies, they're kind of like made fun of. You know, they're yeah. They're, they're almost like people call them a doctor in yeah. quotations and like really emphasize that. I wonder if that there's some element of truth to that. Like if dentists feel that sting, we isn't it one of the more like uh, they're one of the more depressed. Uh, I think that's true. They have the highest suicide rate. Yeah, something like that. I think they always like every every time you hear a story about an occupation, it's the highest suicide rate. They say that for mailmen too. I think. Oh yeah, I, I've heard that about paramedics actually. So right. that, you and just hear it for everything. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Nobody's gonna be like, oh, they're the fourth most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing to think about, though. But anyway, there's that. Yeah, like how your job affects your yeah, yeah exactly your mortality. Mental health and, yeah. But it's true. Like you spend a lot of your like most of your waking hours to your job, right? Like a lot of your time you spend. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it really becomes a part of you. That makes sense. Um, Another uh, story that kept coming up. Well, this is just in general. Ottawa sports teams and their <laughs> their lack of success. Yeah, with the Red a, Blacks. Yeah, it was a big year for Ottawa sports. Pretty terrible. Like the Fury was this year. Yeah. Yep. Red, Red Blacks, Blacks were this year. year. The Skyhawks. Skyhawks folded this year. Yep. They. Well, yeah, they've been around. They were around for two years total. Uh, two or three. Yeah. Okay. Two maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now there's a, you know what I heard is there's a, uh, that was the, 
National Basketball League of Canada, I think. Okay. And I think there's a new league starting up, something like the Canadian Basketball League or something like that. Mm. So it, it's apparently a whole new league that's starting up, and they're looking at Ottawa as one potential uh, place. Interesting. And they're like, well, I mean, I think one of the things with the, the Skyhawks that they did, because did you go to a game with this, Keegan? I did, yeah. Yeah, so, so we went to a game, and it's at the Canadian Tire Center, and there's not much of a basketball following here. So when you have people in, like, Dispersed within this giant stadium, yeah. it looks like nobody's there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was sure. the thing. So I think they'd be looking at doing something at probably Lansdowne. I have no idea, but uh, all yeah. roads lead to Lansdowne. They, they also had the story of potentially the, the the Sens potentially building a stadium at Libreton Flats, which is a pretty exciting development. The fact that they officially recognize that they're exploring that option, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it actually happens, but it's. Uh, I think. I think it would be a lot of value. In doing yeah. That. There was actually a story that I read a while, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago about the fact that they were saying, Oh, well, like, isn't the now Canadian tire center a fairly new stadium? It's and then they new. were, well, it's not that new, but they were also, there was a story that said that that stadium isn't built to last more than like 30 or 40 years. That's, hmm. yeah. So I guess it's time for a new one. That, that's not generally even, what stadiums yeah. do now. I think, you know, the, the life is like, I thought it was more like 25, 30, but uh, is it so, it it's so down. weird. They're huge. There's just yes. massive amounts of metal and concrete. That's true. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like 30 years, 40 years. Just push the button. Yeah, exactly. Destruct it and build a new one. <laughs> I can just imagine them in the future building buildings with explosives built in to make demolishing easy because that'd be the hardest part sounds like a bad like idea wiring it <laughs> sounds like a really yeah, bad it idea. sounds like a terrible idea but really like, cool. if you think of like madison square garden like this is not the first madison square garden right, right. they yep. this is like the fourth one i think yeah uh so yeah they just called the same or the new incarnation madison square garden and they they demolished the old one so i i, I think yeah. uh, and that's that's in new york obviously but uh but yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that here in toronto uh, no, that's Air Canada Center. What? Or that, that was the... Uh, what? Uh, you might be thinking of the Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. So, oh, right. yeah. yeah. Oops. I think that my whole life I've been mixing those two up by accident. <laughs> yeah, so Madison Square Garden is in New York City. That's where the yeah. Rangers play in uh, the Knicks. Probably the, Knicks. the Knicks, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so, so even just on that subject, the idea of having a stadium downtown, for me, like, I, I've, I've been really big, like, because I'm a big hockey fan. And and I'm not I'm not a Sens fan, but I I just enjoy hockey, so I would go to more games that even if the Leafs weren't playing. But I just it's just so far, it's <laughs> so far, you know. And that's the thing. And like again, I I live downtown, so I don't have a need for a car. So not having a car is even worse, right? Yeah. You're I don't know. So so for me, I'm like with the LRT in theory having been built by what, four or five years from now. Yeah. Uh, at least in the downtown core. I feel like that'd be a perfect place for an arena. I don't know if it meets all their criteria. Sure. But, like, after the game, it's kind of cool having, like, I mean, you could almost develop that area like they want to in terms of having, like, a, you know, whether it's, like, a, a series of restaurants or bars or whatever. And, like, it's really accessible by Gatineau. It's easily accessible by, by uh, just Ottawa in general. That's true. Orleans is closer. I didn't think about the Gatineau side, but that yeah. is, it is right there. Yeah. The only thing, though, is how do you get there from the highway? Yeah. The... It's hard to say, because hopefully the LRT will be in place around that. Because it takes a while to build a stadium. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and they wouldn't plan on building it until about 2018, 2019, yeah. like later on, when phase one is supposed to be completed. Yeah. So maybe you wouldn't, you almost wouldn't need the highway. Because you can get off the highway pretty close there. You take, yeah, but like, do you expect everybody to, to do that? Like, what, what else? I mean, you could make the same argument about Lansdowne and TD Place. It's not, it's well, like a short Keegan's drive. Argument. It's a short drive from the highway. Well, that, that's a relative, I guess that's... Keegan doesn't even get to the highway by the time he gets to TD. It's true, from where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. I guess you do Riverside or whatever, but... Um, yeah, no, I guess, like... It's you, close to the highway. It's as, as close as you were going to get, really. I can't think of much. Is it close enough, though? Or do you need to build up more infrastructure to allow for that traffic flow? You because, I to, mean, you don't want to just yeah. shift traffic problem from the east end. Yeah. to downtown it's tough like my my dad is a traffic planner in calgary so he's oh, okay. involved in a lot of this kind of stuff and uh one of the big projects that they've just finished recently in calgary is 16th ave which is the trans canada highway running through calgary oh. got widened okay. by two extra lanes and it almost seems like something like that needs to happen to bronson for instance like bronson is a is a once you get beyond the, the canal it widens out and becomes pretty much a highway yeah but uh it'd be interesting to see if they develop that that would be a nice north-south corridor yeah no i i would agree exactly and it's just a matter of whether they and can. that would get you right down to lansdowne yes and that would make sense but it's just a matter of whether you can do that yeah you can you can do that it just takes time and money and yes but i mean like i don't know how much room they have to work with anymore right? they they took out houses on both sides of in Calgary. Oh, is that what they did? Like, oh, yeah, they bought out good. businesses. Like it was a multi-year thing. Yeah. So the question is, I mean, with the amount that they're spending towards the LRT, uh, do they have that? You know, well, the, yeah. Calgary's also building out an LRT. Like it's definitely oh, doable. Well, there you go. <laughs> they got that sweet, sweet oil money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the difference. So Ottawa does not have that. No. The other but, thing that I, I read recently is uh, just the whole. I didn't even realize this is a thing, but I guess people are very against the design of the Queensway. Really? Yeah. Which which I, I didn't realize at first because I, I really like it. I think it's pretty efficient. I know exactly. How, like it was very easy to get used to. Sure. It goes right through the middle. But apparently it's the result of poor urban planning. They don't like how it divides the city kind of. Mm. And uh, they being whoever's writing these articles. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple places where it divides the city, but not really. Well, I mean, even like right now we're in center town and I guess it's kind of divides me from the gleam but like except for that one really. thing straight through and that's the thing i go underneath <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so this article was talking about how we should uh in, like instead of just some people are talking about just demolishing it but i don't know what the other like, yeah <laughs> what, what are you, you gonna do otherwise right yeah but people are talking about taking eyesores or taking um things that might not have been very effective in planning and using that for sort of future planning, for example, if we did ever commit to having a, a proper subway, do that underneath the uh, the Queensway. Okay. But uh, anyway, it's... Because the LRT hot, is basically a subway. Yes, it is. Yeah, parts of it are underground, parts of it aren't. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, yeah, anyway. Interesting. Just things that came to mind. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about um, guests? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To guests. yeah, yeah, we can do that. Talk have, about our favorite guests. We've had a lot of them. We have, we have almost as many third? as we've had shows. 
30. No, we, what, 27? Do we count as guests? Uh, no. Yes? I guess we would. Sure. Anyways. But, <laughs> we, yeah, but let's talk about some of, you guys have a, a favorite guest or maybe just someone stands out in your mind or someone who's, yeah, stand out could be bad or good, I guess. I think somebody who brought something different to the table was Kim Scott. Yep. Uh, Kim Scott was from the Ottawa Reno- Renewable Energy Co-op. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it was it was interesting because, like, again, as I think a lot of people do starting off is that we go through our immediate networks. And, I mean, we're yeah. still going through elements of our network, but our immediate networks were generally people who were in very similar positions as us, just yep. maybe doing different things. Yeah, around the same age, sort of the similar, either just finishing school or yeah. or at the tail end of it. Right. And and yeah. and that's it exactly yeah. right. So when we talk about things like what do you do or what have you done, a lot of it we were talking about was school, right? Yeah. And graduating and things of the sort. So you know when we talk to people who are a bit more established, and you know we you know just off the top of my head, um, Kim Scott, Real Two Productions, yeah. Um, um, even even to to an extent. Uh, the, the the many people we had who were in the theater world, you know, I think we're yeah, yeah. Laviolette, Lisa Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, these are people who are a bit specialized in in mm-hmm. some of the things that they do. You know, Becca yeah. Harab as well. We focused a bit on school, but we talked about like these people had a, sort of a wealth of experience and sure. something that we're not very well versed yeah, for in. Sure. And that was something that I found really fascinating. But you know, starting off when we were just trying to talk, and it was it was also the way we framed our questions too. I'd say. Uh, it was just, we were just talking about general people and what you do. And when we focused a bit more in terms of like these little hidden pockets of things that we just don't know about, that's what I really enjoyed. But it really clicked with Kim Scott yeah. because we learned a lot about, uh, just renewable energy co-op as, as yeah. it is. Well, right. co-ops in general, renewable energy in general, yeah. and then how that fits in in Ottawa. And I've started, I've started looking for the microfit projects and I look on the roofs and yeah. you notice solar panels around, that kind of thing. Exactly. So. Yeah. I, I Google mapped it too to see the, the satellite uh, images yeah. of some of the projects yeah. that they've done. So that was interesting. That was um, neat because we learned a lot about something that I think most people had no idea existed. Yeah. In Ottawa. Yeah. Like I, I, or like, yeah, you know individual people probably have solar panels, but you don't know how they got them. You don't know where they got them right, from. Right, yeah. You don't There's know that it's tied to this. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was interesting. Um, other people that I found interesting, and you guys obviously pitch in, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm just sort of going. Uh, I liked, uh, like I liked, it's not often I find myself talking to health professionals. So yeah. talking to, was it uh, Rena? Yeah. Yep. Rena, Dr. Rena. Dr. Rena, that's right. And uh, Alex Baliga, uh, I guess. Baliga. Yeah. We had, uh, we had a, I guess, a, what is she? Like, is a She's a, medical... Alex is a, a residence. Resident, pathologist. Right. She's though. a she's a pathologist. Yeah, and and Rena was just a general MD, yeah. yeah, family physician. Type thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was interesting. Just talk, I mean, obviously, you can't get a whole lot of information because like, who's going to ask them about specific patients? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but just getting a glimpse into that world, right? It's, yeah, it, it's different. So it is neat. I, you know, and I, something that is I'm realizing on this podcast is that there really there really is something interesting about everyone and even even if you have a classically boring job there's something neat about like lifting that curtain and yeah. being able to see the behind the scenes things of how things work or how jobs are well, yeah. I, i'm learning to appreciate more yeah. you know because i think in the past i would just 
someone said they were an accountant, I'd be like, okay, see you later. <laughs> That's all I need to know from yeah. you. But, <laughs> but no. now I, I, w- I think I'm more inclined now to add, like, to talk to them and see yeah. how it works or what I can do to not get letters <laughs> from the CRA all the time. Yeah. I get a lot of mail from the CRA. Yeah. We got married and now, but I think I applied to two tax benefits, but we're only supposed to apply to one. Oh, I see. And so they keep sending us checks and then saying we owe the money and sending more checks. <laughs> Don't spend it. Yeah, we're spending, we're spending a lot of money on postage. <laughs> Back and forth this year. Oh, no. My favorite guests, I think, or some of my favorite, have been the actors we've had. Yeah. And, and just from a purely, just from, like, conversations we've had with them. Yep. I think it, it is something to do with, like, actors are are kind of, um, maybe they might not be trained improvisers, but they, there is that element in, yeah. in their line of work. and. So they have this sense of play and they just kind of, they go back and forth with us and I, I find it a really fun, fun interaction and we're able to kind of create, create conversations and, and ideas, develop better. Right. right. It's, it's not like, I, again, you and I do this thing where sometimes we just act like idiots mm-hmm. or, and maybe that's just who we are in real life. <laughs> sometimes you act normal. Sometimes we act yeah. normal. Uh, but yeah, it's just, but that's kind of why it's just, whether we're putting on a character or we're just like joking around, yeah. it there's a lot of give and take there. So I agree with you in mm-hmm. terms of that, just in terms of the sound of that podcast. Yeah. 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 Like the, uh, one of the most important things that I've learned in podcasting and in listening as well is the whole, like the rules of improv apply to podcasts as well. You will have a terrible conversation if you try to get uh, even a guest or, or someone else to, to sort of play with you sure. in, in a conversation uh, versus somebody who's open to like, and the, the, the actors that we had tended to be more of the, you, you bring up some stupid idea. They'll, they'll play off you yeah, instead of just it. saying what you're being an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's it. Yeah, that, that's good. What about I, you, Rob? I love the yes. And you like the what? Yes. And yes. Uh, and the, the rule of improv. Oh yes. Yes. The cornerstone of yeah. improv. <laughs> I just didn't hear what you said. I just rewatched that Michael, the uh, Office episode where Michael Scott has his improv classes. Yeah, and I think it's one of the funniest. Gun. It's like one of the funniest scenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So just imagining an adult, like a grown man, who goes to this improv class <laughs> every week and does it, and like his, and like what I what was so funny to me is like, what do those people do? Like, sure. Imagine yeah. you're in an improv class with Michael Scott, and you're like, yeah, it was a good class. There's just one guy though, every <laughs> yeah. week. <laughs> but you know, and that was the brilliance of a show like The Office <laughs> because we do know people like that in yeah. our workplaces, yeah. uh, the right. current or previous, yeah, yeah. right? And like, what 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 is it? Like, uh, I guess the saying is, if you don't know a Michael Scott in your workplace, you are the Michael yeah. Scott. Yeah. So no, it's uh, it, it's an interesting thing, yeah. but uh, because yeah, I look at it as a show most of the time. But when you take a step back and it's like, imagine this is real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then oh, it's man. no longer funny. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or more funny. But yeah. Anyway. yeah. How about you, Rob? Uh, about guests? Who who were some of them? That came Standouts along? for you? Uh, I really liked. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of partial because we've had some guests that are good friends of mine. Yes. And so Damian Broom stood out. We. Yep. We waited. We teased him. We really a lot. did. We teased the podcast with him, and we teased him with the podcast yep. for a couple months, I think. Oh, yeah. Synergy. Uh, but he's he's always got a lot to talk about, and 
Yeah, so that, a lot, a lot going on. I don't even think we got to. No, I, I think <laughs> I think Damien is somebody I, I'd like to have back on. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, and like there, we there haven't doubled people. anybody yet. Yeah, Brian Lee is one, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not just sounds of Pluto, obviously. Sure, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those are two that come to mind that you know I think we could have talked a lot more about. Yeah. Uh, even even uh, uh, roommate uh, Zach Hayes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he funny. was he was the first guest, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, the first formal guest. First formal guest. And then he was on the number thirteen for a bit. Right? He was on. Yeah, he just kind of hangs out. He's in the background right now, actually. But uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, no, I I think some of the people we had earlier on, you know, Damien aside, because we waited so long for him. Yeah, it would be cool to redo some of those. Yeah, just oh, because, for sure. We because it's like yeah. you know, listening to even the way we phrase our questions are a lot yeah. more different now. Yeah, we're better now. We have better sound. We yeah. have a more structured show. Yeah. yeah. And, I uh, think it would be great doing. Really, yeah. And really we have an, another wealth of topics that we can talk about. Yeah. It's a lot of people we've had on. Like, it, we started off this podcast talking about a 45-minute limit. We have <laughs> yeah. gone to an hour or more in each of the last, what, three months worth of shows? I'd say at least. Uh, and we almost always have one major thing that we don't even get to. Uh, there was yes. like, oh, I can't believe we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that's it. And and it was funny because uh, Kate O'Malley, when she was on recently, yeah. she was the one who brought the jelly, right? Yeah. And we spent a lot of time talking about the jelly. And we spent a lot of time talking about some of her road trips and things like that. But uh, her and I grabbed a beer afterwards. And I completely, like, like again, <laughs> I've known her for years. And she called yeah. me on it when I called her Caitlin. Yeah. But... She acted in a film with, uh, who was it? Uh, Jane Krakowski. Jane, Jane Krakowski. She's on 30 Rock, right? Yeah. Uh, she plays... Uh, oh. Jenna Maroney. That's it. There That's cool. Yeah. But that never came up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There, there were a bunch of there, things there like were, that. There were a couple yeah. other things yeah. with her in particular yeah. that just didn't come up. <laughs> but, actress? Uh, she was at the very least. Yeah, she uh, was in... Uh, oh, what's that show? I'm not going to remember the name of the show. Whatever It was it filmed in Ottawa a couple of years ago. She was... She was in the background of it. She was an extra. Right. That's right. Yeah. So she had, she had a couple things. Uh, there was that. I, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but there were a couple other things that like, yeah, I mean, they might've been on our list and some that we just hadn't put yeah. on our list <laughs> because we had enough to talk about. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, anyway, it's interesting. But uh, I don't know. The, the, the other thing, like, you know, aside from our friends, another person that, well, I, I guess she's a friend as well, but I, uh, I don't know Liz Messner yeah. as much. And she's closer to you, Rob. Yeah. But uh I, I've always been fascinated in with you know, lawyers and, and sort of the field of law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to have that conversation because that, that's an example of a conversation that I would just have at a random pub. Yeah, restaurant. sure. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's that. It's uh, another really nice one. The last one we had with uh, Sam Ingram from the Ottawa Food Bank. Yes. Was, uh, again, I learned so much about the Ottawa Food Bank. Yeah. I, you always think like, oh, you know, it's a food bank. You can bring food yeah. there and they'll give it to, to people that need it. Yeah. But there's so much more. There's so much. Oh, they're, yeah. They've got like fresh food initiatives. They yeah. they have gotten really good and efficient at taking mon- like financial donations and turning yeah. them into even more food. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. The amount that I learned that I didn't know about the food Phil bank. Phil Plates. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Phil Plates, uh, the hashtag there. Uh, by the time this is out, you'll see our, uh, our photo on there <laughs> on Twitter there. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, just neat little initiatives. Yeah, it's kind of cool having my brother on, actually. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, fun. That that was. I, I, yeah, I almost forgot about it, actually, but <laughs> but it was yeah, it was just kind of cool. Just uh, yeah. I, think, I think we're gonna have my brother soon. What? I was just talking to him. I That'd think we might do. That's cool. 
do it while he's in town. Yeah. Awesome. And, and you know what's cool is that, like, we didn't default to, like, family members. And right. Like yeah. That. Like, we went out there and, like, you know, by the time Sean came on, he had an awesome initiative to talk about. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just, just for the sake of having, you know, little brother on, uh, you know, make my mom happy. It wasn't, it <laughs> yeah. wasn't any of that, right? It was like, no, you're a cool guest. Why don't you come on the podcast sure. and stuff like yeah. that? So, anyway, that. Uh, on that, what about um, who would you like to see in 2015 on Ottawa? Who would I like to who, see? Is this who, dream or is this realistic dream? Who or maybe <laughs> what kind of people dream or not? Uh, it's funny. One of the first things that comes to mind is a politician of some sort. Yeah. But by coming on the podcast, I don't know if we could just hang out. I think it would have to be, be because, I mean, if we're talking about somebody who almost depends on votes, sure. they obviously need to be very careful. Yeah. They can't be as candid, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. That doesn't sound so, very fun at all. And that's the thing. So, so for you that reason, have... I'm like, well, you know, maybe it wouldn't be such a good idea. But I, there I mean, are some I mean, politicians would be fun. There'd be some. There are some. Like yeah. Jim Watson, for instance, just won an election. It's true. So he does, he's not campaigning right now. He's not. That's right. He they went and did that House of Cards parody. A Hall of video. Cards. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. He, yeah. He's he's obviously up for a little bit of fun. That's true. That that would be a fun one. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm interested to see more artists. Oh, there, what, there's people like, I mean, there are people, get any creative work, like sculpting, painting, photography. Okay, yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd be, it'd be cool to have, uh, would it be cool to have an athlete on? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, 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 sure. I'm, I'm double guessing it now. Like well, professional cool. athlete. Professional athlete. That would be awesome. That'd let's be get crazy. Henry Burris. <laughs> yeah, let's get Henry Burris. <laughs> there you go. That's, TV for the Red Box? Yeah. That's just like a neat lifestyle. You know, obviously not like a multi-million yeah. dollar athlete, but... Yeah. Is someone who's instead of a day job, they they play semi pro basketball or something. Yeah. the The trick is with that, uh, prof- like professional athletes, that's their job, and that they get at least a few hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year. And but anything below that, really, it's part time because you I have to have a, divide, a job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not not a lot of middle ground for that. Yeah, there's this one guy. One day I was supply teaching, and there's one dude who wouldn't wouldn't shut up about how. He's probably going to make the Olympic team for like cross country skiing. Oh, but but for Trinidad and Tobago, okay. Because I guess he's from there, yeah. Okay. And they don't have a ski team, and so he can sign up. He can train in Canada, sign up from Trinidad, and because they don't have a team, like he just automatically gets to go to the Olympics or something like that. <laughs> and just like every new person, I like sat there for like half an hour, yeah. and every new teacher who would come to the staff room. You can, like, find a way to tell them. Really? In conversation. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, my God. Is this claim to fame? Yeah, that's... Yeah, so uh, definitely not that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it would be cool, I guess, like, just going back to the whole real athlete thing. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to have an athlete on and not talk, not just focus on the sport. Sure, yeah. You know, like... And again, it's because I, I mean I watch a lot of hockey clips and things like that, and it's the same questions all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I see like the NHL does this great thing called the twenty four seven before the Winter Classic, and they they follow athletes around, you know, in in anticipation for the New Year's special where they yeah. play a, a game outdoors, and uh, seeing what people do outside of just practicing for sports, I found that I found that kind of fascinating because like it's 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 one of those things when you can fill up a stadium of 20,000 people. 
there comes a point where you just don't seem like a, an average human being, sure, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> so when you have just random conversations with a person like that, it's almost humanizing. Mm. So that's something that would come to mind. That would be kind of cool. That would be yeah, neat. yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I have enjoyed like we're talking about our favorite guests. I've enjoyed all our guests. I think we've like you oh, yeah. mentioned before, we found something it, <laughs> across the board. Everyone says. I mean, first of all, I hate the way I sound recording. Yeah, that's a big one. Every Everyone time. says, oh, I'm boring. I have nothing to talk about. And that's never been true. We've proved every we've, one of them wrong. Yeah, we've always had, we've always been yeah, able to find something. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all of our guests have had interesting stories to tell. Agreed. It's not, yeah. That's kind know. of impossible for, for someone to not be interesting. Sure. You know, like you live, your, unless you're sitting in a room. I think I think boring people do exist. Uh, I'm I'm very good at holding a conversation and sort of yeah, like yes. enticing people to, to, to talk. It's dangerous to say that but there everyone are people, is interesting. Yeah, there are people are. who are just like, and maybe it's just not that they're interesting. It's just that they're not very engaging. I feel you have to try to be boring. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I guess to you give know. the one word answers all the time. And yeah, stuff like to that. be a really boring person, you actually really have to put a lot of effort into it. Or you could just be, you know, super shy or introverted or something like that. I mean, maybe that's a thing. But I mean, stuff still happens to you, you know, you still have experiences. Yeah. And maybe that's a testament to how good the hosts are or the question, uh, people are asking the questions. To extract that. Exactly. Sweet, the sweet, sweet stories. Information there. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. But, uh. Any other memorable guests? Um. Not. The name Zosha Hushch. Yeah, that's a fun one to say. Yeah, that 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 was fascinating in my in itself, just because of the name. Yeah, but it was kind of cool seeing somebody working, and I guess to a, to some extent we saw that with Liz Messner as well. People who graduated and worked in their field. Yeah, yeah. That because I mean that that's something that I, I'm very personally interested in because I'm yeah. not I'm not working in my field and I don't yeah, exactly. want to work in the science field actually anymore. I just I like HR a uh, lot. If someone but, offered you a job in science, I was you... I was offered a job. No, but with like a permanent job? Yeah, yeah, I was oh, offered a permanent on. job working at a lab at Health Canada. Oh. At the same time as I offered a job working with human resources at Instagram. I took HR. I, I don't want to work in a lab. That's neat. But what else do you do? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? That's what my wife well, says, too. She, doesn't right. want, she, she wants to work in a science thing, but she doesn't want to work in a lab. Yeah. It so depends. I, I guess if, if you... The way I see it, I guess I was the same way because I didn't want to work in the lab I was working in, uh, in my master's. But that was because I didn't get to pick what I was working on. If I if I was in a lab yes. and I had free reign to pick what my projects were, I think that'd be different than just yeah. doing someone's research. And, and, and you were, you know, pretty engaged in research at yeah. UOttawa to begin with. I I wasn't as much, sure. right? You know, like I I was always doing a bunch of other things, but you know, on the side, I was always doing something that almost HR related in terms of like, you know, I mean, yeah solving problems for other people yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so so i'm happy where i ended up because i'm a bit of a people person too so i it's a a bit a little bit you can be yeah yeah so they say but (laughs) but uh yeah that was uh that was cool you guys want to talk about just our favorite stuff in ottawa sure in general yeah like restaurants uh bars well one thing that i want to try is uh it came out in one of the podcasts, uh, the Atelier uh, Kitchen, was it? 
That's the one that sounded very much like a, a chemistry uh, experiment. <laughs> oh, the one with molecular gastronomy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was cool. That was something that came up that I've never heard of, and it's in a like tucked away place somewhere somewhere in Rochester, I think. Yeah. So that was it. But uh, anyway, that was something that came up. What about you, Keith? I like Tepkapki. Of course, yeah, yeah. You made a Turkish cream. restaurant. <laughs> uh, what else do I like? You know, I uh, we, we had to go to House of Tarb. We, we do have, have to. to. We yeah. have to. Yeah. We had Everyone four, keeps talking about it. Four in a row. Is that? It wasn't four in a row, but it was Almost. pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're crazy. How are we doing for time? One hour. Really? We hit an hour. Yeah. Oh. Three. <laughs> I came out a little blue, but uh, <laughs> we don't have to stop. Let's do a check-in. What? Uh, oh, we'll finish off. What's uh, what's your what's uh, going to mind for you? Well, I really like the Sandy Hill Lounge and Grill. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. I've always liked it, and uh, they they had the soul the whole hipster underground thing when nobody knew about them, and now lots of people know about them, and uh, they've only gotten better. I think. Yeah. They're they're really hitting their food stride. Cool. Another have to go then. Yeah, for me. Yeah, a great sports place to me is um, Real Sports, Real Sports Bar and Grill. I think. Yeah. In uh, in the market, mm. I uh, I think I haven't gone that many times, but every time I've gone, I like I I haven't found a sports bar better than that. Not yeah. in my opinion. Like I, I like McLaren's a lot, for example, but like you know they have a bunch of TVs and, and like the pool tables and stuff like that. But I don't know what it is. I think it just attracts a a bunch of different types of people, but for me, at Real Sports, it really seemed like a good sports bar, and that's one thing I didn't see a whole lot of in Ottawa. Right. And and I, I've been to the Senate uh, Bar and Grill or whatever it is, uh, Senate Tavern. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, as a Leafs fan, I, that's a very pro Sens place. It's not just a sports bar, but it's like a Sens bar. Sure. Uh, yeah, you feel less welcome. <laughs> so there's yeah. always places like McLaren's. If we're talking about sports bars, yeah, just yeah, a wall that, of TVs with every imaginable. Yeah, game and that's what it. I compared it to. But yeah. that's where it has like a different crowd. Yeah, but just a random pub. I mean, I I like what's around here. Like Berryman Pub is obviously <laughs> one thing that's pretty close. But Fauna Fauna Restaurant is uh, is just uh, what a block north of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, around what Bank and Frank, I guess. Yeah. That's Frank. Uh, yeah, that might be is that Frank. open now? Uh, it yeah. is open, and it's it's really cool. It, it reminds me of something you might see in Montreal. It's very, it seems almost like very modern. It's very classy, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. When, and it's one of the, it's one of the ones that the sort of very very soft open. Yeah, yeah. they open very gradually, and right. now they're fully functioning. Yeah, yeah, because originally they were like we're only going to open in December, but yeah. they opened well, well, like around on uh, around Thanksgiving, I think. But, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's really it. Like, just it was really just talking about what we liked about the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, that was yeah. great. What else is going on? It's very useful for for me, you know, going forward to the to the new year. Yeah, to have to talk this out, have some ideas about where we want to go. Yeah, yeah makes sense. You guys want to close on talking about? Uh, I mean, New Year's is coming up. You guys want to talk about some of your maybe most memorable Ottawa New Years and what you did? And yeah, we could do that. Most memorable Ottawa New Year's. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not really big on New Year's in terms of like going places and doing stuff. Mine's not going to be a going out and doing stuff thing. Yeah, I usually just go <laughs> go to parties or go to a friend's house. I can't, yeah, I can't think of anything like that really sticks out. The the best one that I've had 
was uh, at Sandy Hill Lounge and Grill. They have a back room, just uh, oh. just a couple of small tables and couches. And uh, I think there were only six or seven of us. There was a World Juniors game on. And uh, just sat around, watched the game, ate food, drank beer. It was really... Like it was, it was again. It's very relaxed. You're sort of removed from the restaurant, right? But th- that that would be my favorite thing. Like I don't, I don't love the loud music, the big crowds. But this sort of, it was at a bar, so it's like there's no running out of drinks. There's they'll bring you hot food, and you have to work for it, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, you just sit nice. there and enjoy it. Yeah, I uh, I I think I joined you uh, at least one yeah. year that you did that. Anyway, uh, we only did it the one. Oh, there you go. So I joined you for a bit there. But what was interesting is that right afterwards, I was going to uh, this other party where we had a limo waiting for us. Holy! And holy. for uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so for for New Year's, we kind of just drove around in a limo, uh, and that was that was pretty awesome. Like that was a really <laughs> good time. And like That's it's not, crazy, it's not going to any particular establishment. And then sure. eventually, we ended up at a at a place somewhere, I think, but. Uh, uh, it was uh, no, it was, it was just a good time, and like we stopped somewhere. Like I, I don't know all parts of Ottawa terribly well, but we stopped somewhere on a bridge, I think, over the river, and uh, and yeah, we saw some fireworks from there, which was awesome. I guess it was facing probably Lac Lamy, yeah, but uh, I'm not sure exactly where, but uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. So that that was a good time. I think I spent one. Uh, I can't keep track of what the clubs are called, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure at the time it was called the drink. Is it still called the drink? There's no still idea. one called the drink. Anyway, yeah. so I think uh, yeah. So one of them was at the at the it's drink, and, and that that was that was all right. Uh, it was uh, it's kind of cool doing the whole downtown thing, and and I'm glad I did it. I don't yeah. know if I'd keep on doing it, but so renting a limo. Yeah, uh, I have two questions. Yeah, would you recommend it? Would I recommend it? Yeah. For New yeah. Year's? Definitely. It was, uh, yeah, because we had a good 12, 15 of us. Okay. So and it's even probably very cheap. It was relatively, yeah, it was pretty cheap. For, for a New Year's night Absolutely. Out. And, yeah. and, and I think we just, yeah, whatever. We brought whatever we had and we just stayed in there. And then we went, you know, we stopped at certain places and then we just came back. And I think we only had it for like two hours. So from like 11 to yeah. 1. But okay. that was, that was yeah, all we needed. It was fine. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, it was a good time. And sorry, you had a second question. Yeah, and so would you do it again? Would I do it again? Um, I would. That's a good question. I, I think I would. I think it depends on the people I'm with. If, like the, the crowd that I went with, if we went again, I would. I would probably do it again. But I mean, whereas at a party or at a club or somewhere else, you can easily get distracted with other things. But sure. like, you have to imagine just all of you in one tiny room yeah. on wheels right <laughs> yeah. so that that's another thing but no i yeah, i think i'd do it again yeah, okay, cool yeah. it's uh it's something worth checking out it's i guess that means it was fun it was good enough if you're willing to do it again yeah that's it yeah. that's it uh, and then i mean in all fairness i i there's nothing i've done on new year's that i probably wouldn't do again i've done the host party thing i've done this sort of low-key just a couple people i've done the downtown downtown i would probably mix it up in terms of where i go yeah uh, one thing that's kind of interesting to me is that I know this year at the EY Center, there's a, there's a gala apparently going on. So that'd be a kind of cool thing, bringing in a new year with sort of like that that ball type thing, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. a big bash. Is, the but, EY is the one at the airport? I think so. Yeah, that's that's the EY. Yeah. Hmm. Versus the convention New Year's at the airport. Well, that's it. 
then you just fly out to yeah. take off to a Vegas random place. And, yeah, exactly. We got a limo. We got an airplane. Exactly. <laughs> fly out to Tulsa. Why Tulsa? Yeah, that's that. That's cool. You guys want right. to call it a year? Let's Ish. call it a Let's year. Call it. Although, oh yeah, this is the last one of the year. It is. I was like, when, when are we posting the next one? Yes. Yeah. We'll have one. This on. is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry and, Christmas. Uh, next one will be 2015. There you go. Yeah. And we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, we do. All kinds of, all sorts of folks. We don't know the order at, at all, so I just <laughs> speak. Should we say? Damien Brooms will be on the podcast. <laughs> Sometime in 2015 <laughs> yeah. to 2020, he will yeah. be on the podcast. Again. So start looking for that. Yeah, so there's something. <laughs> <laughs> you can find right. us on Facebook, Ottawa Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Ottawa Podcast. Ottawa Podcast. Yep. Email sense. mail at ottawapodcast.com. Yep. Ottawapodcast.com is our website. That's right. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, you know how to use the internet if you want to contact <laughs> we've, us. We've heard some people having issues with clicking the the player when when they click the link for any particular episode oh yeah but i heard from some actual damien brooms uh told me that uh he's had some issues that it sort of cuts out but if you use sort of the stitcher app on on the side yeah uh apparently it goes pretty smoothly and it goes from episode to episode very too. cool so just something to consider if you're having some issues with that so if, if you ever want to binge it, listen if you ever want to binge go listen. from episode to episode <laughs> I, I binge listen things sometimes yeah yeah not this <laughs> well, I listen each week. Right. But yeah. yeah. Well, I think I'm, yeah, anyway, that's it. Well, there's that. All right. Cool. Uh, how, how, we never actually talked about how to end this. Are we all going to say how to what? Sure. I think we have to. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.